Hello and welcome to Rotted Reviews. And today I'm going to be doing one more patron request, this time from patron Nicole, who wanted me to watch and review the 2021 fan film, It's Me, Billy. Nicole says, This is a pure fan film made as a sequel to the original Black Christmas, 1974. And although it is rough around the edges, it is, in my view, a much better film than any other iteration other than the 1970s classic, of any film purporting to be part of the Black Christmas movie-verse. It has the passion and understanding of why the original is such a classic, and I'd love to hear your opinion on it, and fan films in general. Okay. Fan films for me are... Eh, tricky territory. I enjoy them. I really do. I think that it's fantastic that movies have such... A calling to people, such a, you know, generate so much passion that they're willing to pick up their cameras and continue on with the storylines that, that drive them. I just, I, I do love that passion in fans. That's a whole special thing to actually be able to make a film of your own original story, getting some costumes in. If we're talking about, you know, I've seen fan films about, you know, Predator, Alien, things like that, that have turned out magnificently. One of the biggest ones to spring to mind is the 2003 Sandy Cholera film, Batman Dead End, that brings Alien and Predator into the mix. Fantastic fan film. If you haven't seen it, I do recommend it. Um, <clears throat> But like I said, tricky territory, because I think it's one thing to kind of speak from the heart and show your appreciation and your fandom by, you know, coming up with your own iteration. But I think that one of the trappings that can kind of happen is to use it as um, a resume builder. Making short films in an effort to kind of shop yourself and show what you're made of and have a filmography on your resume that can be used to secure yourself a potential directorial or writing gig in a feature length, well, that's just honestly kind of one of the best ways to go about it. But doing a fan film, you're actually entering into the franchise itself and there are so many industries where that could be seen as stepping on toes. Not to mention, uh, if you wanted to actually use it as a way to get into a feature length of that particular franchise, I don't, I can't, I'm not saying that it has never worked. I'm saying I can't think of a single instance in which it has. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Leave comments. I would love to hear them. Uh, but I can't think of a single instance in which somebody has actually created a fan film for a franchise that got them a writing directing gig as a feature length or you know TV series or whatever officially as part of that franchise. And that seems to be some of the motivations that kind of happen with some of these fan films, including... It's Me, Billy. Written and directed by the team of Bruce Dale and Dave McRae, this movie takes place some decades after the events of the 1974 movie, and we get introduced to the character of Sam, who is the original Jess's granddaughter. Uh, her grandmother has recently passed, and she's coming to terms with things, as well as revisiting old family property and talking about the legacy that her grandmother left behind while she seeks refuge and solace in a winter getaway along with her friends at the old family estate. Unfortunately, secrets and mysteries revolving around that fateful night in 1974 don't stay buried. So... It's me, Billy. I think that one of the first things that I noticed about this movie and one of the biggest things that I want to talk about is just how beautiful this was. Fan films, 
it can run the gamut. You can have people walking around with a mini DV camera just trying to get some put to celluloid. Perfectly all right. Again, it's the passion that drives this. It's the passion that I appreciate. But when you can actually have something that looks this fucking good in a fan film, I am simply flabbergasted. And it's not just the equipment, it's people that actually know how to run it. We actually have some really fantastic establishing shots watching the main characters get out of the car and we actually have some movement and angles and tilts and so forth that are just gorgeous. I mean, if I were sitting in the multiplex watching a AAA mainstream movies, I would think that the cinematography in this would be competent. It would be enough that I wouldn't notice anything bad about it and I would simply just be absorbed in the story. But knowing this is a fan film, I was just astounded at how beautiful and how competent and how talented, just raw talent, there was behind the camera to make it look this good. Should I do a shit sandwich? Should I do a good, bad, good? I'm gonna do a shit sandwich. All right, so as far as what I didn't care for about this movie, I mean, it's 41 minutes long, so there's actually some good, uh, you know, there's some teeth to it. There's some good way to flesh things out. But I honestly kind of think that it might be a little bit too long. This was planned as potentially being the first part of a two-part series. And it, from what I can tell from what I'm reading, this kind of was Bruce Dale and David McRae's efforts to potentially be able to shop a Black Christmas feature. I, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, hats off to them for the effort. From what I've seen here, I think that it could definitely be in worse hands. Uh, but at 41 minutes of a runtime, I also, like I said, can't help but think that it could have been shorter because there was just a lot of filler dialogue. There was a lot of exposition describing where Sam was at in relation to her grandmother, in relation to her family and the history and everything that has taken place in the familial aspect and in the house aspect since that night on 1974. And I think that it was just too much. Uh, it was, I mean, especially considering that we are talking about a series of characters just simply talking to each other as opposed to having any kind of visual callbacks. So, yeah, I, I, there were some interesting moments interspersed throughout, but for the most part, I think that it could have easily trimmed 10, 15 minutes off of this, and it would have felt a lot snappier. I mean, perhaps more condensed, but it would have flowed a whole lot more. It kind of made me feel like that when we actually... Uh, stopped appreciating the camera work and how lovely it was, and we actually got down to the storyline and brass tacks with these characters, it was only okay. And for the other slice of bread in this sandwich, I couldn't help but appreciate just how much of a labor of love It's Me, Billy was. The filmmakers and everybody involved in this production clearly had a strong love of the 1974 original Black Christmas, and it showed in so many different aspects, so many different visual cues and nods, so much effort and heart went into this that it made me really appreciate where this was coming from and how strong it was as a fan film. All that passion that I love about fan films that cause people to not just, you know, wave their flags and get their autographs at conventions, but actually pick up a camera and try to continue on, not let the storyline die, but instead move on with it and create their own world within it. That level of passion was front and center present here. And if you are a fan of the 1974 Black Christmas, 
I don't, I, I, I hesitate to say that this is required viewing, but I can't really recommend it enough. And the fun thing about it is it didn't go so far in the direction of being nothing more than just a fan service film. This actually did have, I mean, as slow as it was, as you know, riddled with expositional dialogue as it was, it did have a unique storyline. It did have unique characters. It did bring a lot of original material and concepts to the table. So you can watch this for free. It's on YouTube. It's on Vimeo. Just, you know, Google it. You can check it out. And uh, I mean, the price is right, certainly. And I do recommend it. I'm very curious to see if they actually do finish the second part of this two-parter. It does, as you know, one would expect, being only one part of a potential two-parter, it does end on a bit of a cliffhanger. So don't expect everything to be wrapped up nice and tidy with a neat little bow. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully this will continue on because I would like to see the rest. I'd like to see how this shakes out. And again, if this actually turns into anything that uh, actually incorporates it into an official franchise uh, film, I think that that would be awesome. I'll be rooting for it, if for no other reason than to see a fan film come to fruition that actually had some talent and some love behind it. So that's my thoughts on the 2021 fan film, It's Me, Billy. Thank you so much for watching this video. Thank you to Nicole for recommending this one to me. If you like this, please click like and subscribe. Have a great day, everybody. And remember, next time you want to watch a horror movie, first make sure that it's good and rotted. Uh...